Welcome to the Crescent Podcast. I'm Leanne. This podcast is an extension of my personal philosophy and commitment to continual growth in all areas of life. I firmly believe that optimal health comes from addressing all areas of us as human beings, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Through expert interviews, I hope to both inspire and enable you to create sustained change in your own life. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy. Welcome back to the A Crescent Podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Lindsay, and today I wanted to record kind of a fun episode just on a few simple tips on how to prepare for Thanksgiving meal, how to prepare our bodies for Thanksgiving, kind of what to do before, maybe what we can do during the day of, and then some tips for things that we can do the day after to help us maybe not be so affected by eating more than we normally would, eating or drinking things that maybe we're not normally going to be eating or drinking. I also wanted to touch on some things that we can do to not just support our physiological health, but also our emotional health during this time. For so many, it's a time of gathering, but I think likewise for so many, it can also be a time of stress, maybe even being triggered a lot by gathering with family who you don't see very often. So one of the tips that I wanted to start off with is today, Wednesday, the day before, sometime the day of and even the day after, set aside some time to just get grounded emotionally and this can be a variety of different things and it really only has to be like five minutes here guys this does not need to be 30 minutes an hour but of course if you can squeeze that whole time in that would be fantastic but ultimately these times are meant to be joyful and enriching not depleting And so, of course, we can get overwhelmed with all the things that need to get done, the food that needs to get bought, the recipes that need to be cooked, the family we're hosting, and none of that is inherently bad. But when we get so caught up in that, that our own emotional health suffers and we aren't enjoying the day, then what's really the point of it all? And so one of my favorite techniques, I have a whole podcast interview on this and an article is emotional freedom technique or tapping. This is a super, super simple, anyone can do this technique of simply tapping on the meridian points around the face and upper body to help turn off the body's fight or flight response. So this is wonderful because this is something that you can do preemptively, right? Like tonight, tomorrow morning, wake up, spend five, 10 minutes with yourself doing a little tapping meditation to just get centered, make sure you're acknowledging any of your current feelings, any of the stress you have, and then hopefully start to let some of that go. But it's also an amazing tool to use when you're in the thick of anxiety or stress or (laughs) an emotional breakdown. So it's something that I like to do daily just as a preemptive way to meditate for myself. But If I'm at a party and I'm just feeling overwhelmed and stressed or super, super triggered by something, I'll go hang out in the bathroom alone for five or 10 minutes and do a quick tapping meditation to just help literally turn off that fight or flight response in my body and get more centered and grounded. 
So check the show notes. I'll link both the article and the podcast, depending on which form, which medium you prefer. And in the links of actually both of those show notes, I talk about the Tapping Solutions app, which is what I use. They're so, so great. They have tons of guided tapping meditations that are so, so easy to follow. I really, really recommend them. I think particularly when we're going to be around a lot of people during this time, it can be just so calming and soothing to start the day off and maybe even end the day with that quiet time alone. And I I like to give a few tips of things like emotional freedom technique that I have found really impactful for me. But of course, whatever makes you feel relaxed and calm and centered Make time to do that even over these next few days. And like I said, it might only be five minutes. Maybe it's a quick little walk alone around your block. Maybe it's a 20-minute bath alone where you can throw your bath salts in there. Maybe it's reading a book for a few minutes. But I think making time to do those things is a way that we can tell ourselves, our mind and our body that I'm still important, I matter, and I'm going to give you what you need. One last sort of emotional support technique that I really love, I, I don't know that it's really can be called a technique, but it's just something I do and I recommend to a lot of clients is, and this is so easy, it's something you can do laying in bed in the morning, in the evening. I like to do it in the evening because you've sort of had a whole day's worth of events kind of pile up that you might need to let go of. But what I have seen particularly through Evox in my practice working with clients is So many of us are repressing our emotions throughout the day, but then on a bigger scale, those deep emotions. And I think it can be so powerful to simply acknowledge the emotions that are coming up without trying to resolve them, without trying to fix them, without trying to justify them, just simply going, this is what I feel. And so for me, what I do when I'm laying in bed at night is I literally just bring up the day. And even the most minute like pangs of anxiety that I had throughout the day, I'll bring it up and I'll go, oh yeah, that little moment, you know, that little encounter I had in the grocery store that really stressed me out or that really made me feel bad. Okay, I'm going to breathe that in and then I'm going to let that go. And that's all there is to it. Like I said, I don't think this can even be called a technique. It's literally just taking a few minutes to acknowledge, just simply acknowledge the feelings that you experience during that day and then be intentional about saying, I let these go. And if maybe there's something so much deeper that you can't just kind of breathe out, you know, go, I let this go for the moment and commit to kind of continuing to work on this going forward. So before I dive into some of the physiological tips, I always have to say that I legally I cannot give medical advice and this should not be construed as medical advice. This is purely just some of the things I do to support myself when the holidays are around, when there's a big meal coming up. So I hope that you guys find these tips helpful, but of course it's not medical advice. For anything that is medical, always consult your medical professional. So I don't know about any of you, but for me, anytime I have a super busy day ahead, especially when there's a lot of people over, I do not usually take care of myself well. I neglect myself and by the end of the day, I feel awful. Physically, I do not feel well and that really taints the occasion for me 
when I start to feel horrible doing all, you know, I'm spending so much time preparing everything that by the time the event starts, I feel horrible and I'm not able to enjoy it and engage with everyone showing up the way that I normally would if I was feeling well. So a few tips that I like to do, particularly on something like Thanksgiving, right, where we're probably going to be indulging in a pretty big meal. So there's a few things I like to do to prepare my body for eating a lot of food, for being busy and on my feet all day. The first one is probably the most obvious and it's just being intentional about hydrating. Like I said, I tend to neglect myself and not drinking enough water is probably like the first thing that I do. I just will go all day without drinking any water. And this is affecting us in so many different ways. So I love to start my morning off with, you know, a good cup, two cups of water as soon as I'm awake and then be really intentional about drinking that water throughout the day. And that's something that I would even recommend you start doing today, Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. Start extra hydrating now to help keep our detox pathways open, to help keep our metabolism going strong, keep our energy up. This next one is one of my favorites because... It just really helps me so much. And it's that in the morning, whether I'm having like Thanksgiving lunch or Thanksgiving dinner, whatever it is, I know I'm going to be eating a lot later. Early in the morning, throughout the day, I'm eating very easy to digest foods. And so for me personally, that usually looks like I'm making up either my Garden of Life protein shake or the Four Sigmatic protein shakes that I love and having that for breakfast along with my coffee, maybe even having that again at lunchtime if I'm not having a Thanksgiving lunch because this is already broken down. It's so much easier for the body to digest and process. Also, they're very nutrient dense. So it's still helping keep my metabolism up and running without actually putting too much on it, without slowing it down too much with other big heavy foods that it's going to have to digest. And I love this because then by the time that the big meal comes around, my my gut has processed everything that's in it. It's clear. It's ready to go. We're ready to hit the ground running. Some other simple ideas, if you're not into protein shakes or you need something a little bit more um, for lunch, maybe like a soup. Again, something that's already cooked, it's warmed, it's super easy for the gut to break down and digest. I also lately have been really into goat's milk yogurt with just a little bit of honey drizzled on top. Again, very easy for the body to break down and digest, particularly the goat's milk versus cow's milk. The proteins in goat's milk are smaller, so it's easier for our gut to break down. Those are kind of my go-tos, but of course, play with it. See what, you know, from your history, you know your body can break down and digest really quickly. One of the things that can be really tricky around the holidays or any kind of gathering is that you're going to be potentially eating foods that are of a different quality than you normally eat, maybe um, more dairy, more meat, more bread than you normally eat. And so one of my favorite things to do is to always bring at least one dish of my own that is a dish I know is really well made. It's all organic ingredients. It's something that I know I absolutely am going to love to eat. That way I won't necessarily feel the need to eat as much of the other stuff, but I, I'm i still excited about the meal to come because I know I've prepared this amazing dish that's going to be so tasty and that can maybe be the majority of my plate. And then I fill my plate up with 
bits and pieces of that the other things, but I don't feel the need to completely gorge myself on them. I do take a really balanced approach to times like this. In my own home, the majority of the time I'm eating completely organic, mostly plant-based with some meat here and there, but I totally acknowledge that going to another person's home, again, particularly around the holidays, I know that the food quality may not be the same. And so it doesn't mean though that I'm not going to eat anything. There might be one or two dishes that I'm like, mm, that's a that's a for sure no-go for me. But in general, I know that I'm not putting, right, we want to eat organic because we're avoiding a lot of pesticides with meats. We're avoiding a lot of synthetic hormones and antibiotics. But I recognize that these are all toxins and for one day, because I'm not eating these on a regular basis, I know that my body can handle a small dose of these just one day. And then the day after I maybe consumed some of those things, I can do some different things to help my body eliminate those toxins faster. So I don't, personally, I don't go to these events with a ton of fear or apprehension or feeling like, oh God, I can't eat anything because it's not going to be organic or this or that. I go in going, I've prepped my body for this. I know I'm probably going to be eating some stuff that I normally wouldn't and I'm going to do some stuff to prepare and likewise to mitigate the negative effects later on. But again, this is just me. This is where I'm at. And that's another reason why I like to prepare that one one or two dishes that I know are super high quality that I'm going to love, 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 because then I can fill my plate up with that and then just have small little pieces of everything else. And by the way, if there's someone out there who really doesn't like to eat anything that doesn't meet their standards, I have absolutely nothing against that. I'm not there yet, <laughs> uh, but I my philosophy really is to each their own. And this is me just simply sharing where I'm at and kind of how I approach these different situations. Another thing I like to do when I'm going to be eating a big meal or a meal that maybe has a lot of dairy, a lot of breads, I like to take kind of a broad spectrum digestive enzymes just to give my body a little bit of an extra boost in breaking those things down that maybe I don't eat as much or that I'm maybe not usually eating in such high quantities. So I like to take a digestive enzyme that helps break down dairies, gluten, meats, etc. Like I said, again, just to give my body that little bit of an extra boost. So I'll take usually two capsules kind of at the start of the meal. And when I do this personally, again, personally, I notice that I have significantly less bloating, less gut discomfort. I don't, usually don't get constipated because sometimes when we have these super, super big meals and we're eating foods we don't normally eat, it can give us a little bit of constipation. And I just find that the digestive enzymes help mitigate a lot of that. Now let's talk about alcohol, <laughs> something that I don't know about you, but I don't drink alcohol very often. But when we're having Thanksgiving meal, when we're having a nice meal, I love to have a nice red wine. But usually for me, when I have alcohol, I wake up the next day feeling really achy and just icky and kind of puffy. So what I've started doing this year actually is I'll take two different types of binders right before I start drinking the alcohol. And I might take them, if it's kind of like an all-day event, I might take them a couple times throughout the day to actually help bind up the alcohol in my gut before it's absorbed into the bloodstream. 
The nice thing with binders is these are super simple. You can probably go out and grab these at any kind of health food store. Probably even the regular grocery stores now are stocking this stuff. But for me, I like to take liquid chlorella drops. And then I also take a broad spectrum binder that has charcoal, some different clays, some different pectins in them. Again, not medical advice, just something that I have been doing recently. And I love it because what I've noticed is when I take these binders before drinking alcohol, I don't have any of the side effects that alcohol normally gives me. Omid, my fiance, has also been doing it. And sometimes when he drinks beer, he'll get a really bad headache. But when he takes the binders before drinking the beer, again, doesn't have any symptoms at all. The only downside here is if you are drinking to get a little bit tipsy or a little drunk, <laughs> the binders might actually make it hard to do that because they're actually helping bind up a lot of that alcohol before it's even getting absorbed. So I really prefer that because I'm not usually <laughs> trying to get tipsy or drunk. So I can enjoy a delicious wine without getting tipsy and without feeling all achy and bloated and puffy the next day. Now, this one is going to sound a little bit counterintuitive, but I'll explain it a little bit. So I actually don't recommend drinking a lot of water while you're eating. This is something I recently learned in my naturopathic program, but we want to try and hydrate throughout the day. But when we're actually eating, not be drinking a lot of water. The reason being is the water is diluting the stomach acids in our gut and we want those acids to be really strong so they can break down the food as good as possible personally i'm not a big water drinker when i'm eating for some reason i just don't really like it but i know some people we might intuitively think oh i should continue to drink water i need to stay hydrated but that's why I really encourage you to drink a lot in the morning, throughout the day. But once you sit down to that meal, put it on pause. Hopefully by that point, you're still pretty well hydrated because you've been drinking all day. I feel like there's so many tips that I could pile into this, but I'm going to try and keep it somewhat succinct. The other one that I really like to do day of is doing a couple walks and movement. And I know that we're sort of a lot of us are on our feet throughout the day preparing food, but I do like to try and when I wake up, go on a nice, you know, 10, 20 minute walk to get my lymph system pumping, to get my blood pumping, to get circulation going, wake up that metabolism along with having your water in the morning. But then also I love, love, love doing, you know, again, a 10, 20 minute walk after the meal and it doesn't have to be right after the meal you know let yourself give yourself some time to digest and of course we're talking and chatting and enjoying but i find that doing a gentle walk after the big meal helps my digestion so much versus just kind of sitting like a lump on the couch the rest of the day which by the way i have also done that plenty of times the day after, I like to really focus on sort of the cleansing and the detoxing from any of the things that maybe my body isn't used to getting. So these are very, very simple things. Again, keeping up with the hydration to flush everything out. A lot of Thanksgiving food in particular is very acidic. So something like warm lemon water in the morning to help just kind of realkalize or balance out the gut alkalinity a little bit more. Maybe something like um, I like a, the Garden of Life has a really great alkalizer and detoxifier green powder that I really love to take in the mornings. 
And then I also love to just really not eat a lot of solid, hard to digest foods, kind of like what I was saying or suggesting to do the morning of. The day after as well, There's we've eaten so much food and if we really tune in with ourselves, we're probably not that hungry. But again, giving the digestive system a little bit of, break, of a break with those easier to digest foods like the protein shakes, the yogurts. The day after in particular, I'll continue to take my gut binders, the chlorella, the broad spectrum detox binder that has the charcoal, the pectin, etc., to help bind up if there's any kind of residual alcohol going on, the hormones, the chemicals in any of the food that maybe I was eating, like the pesticides, I like to take those binders. But then I also love after a big meal like this to get in the sauna while taking those binders, but definitely getting in the sauna to help really purge and sweat out any toxins that I may have consumed during that period. A detox bath can be another way of helping pull toxins from the body if you don't have access to a sauna. Sauna is just kind of like, I just love it. I feel so good doing it. But if you look up, you know, detox bath recipe, it's usually a combination of Epsom salts, clay, and then baking soda to help pull toxins from the body a little bit too. Other easy, simple detox options though are like a foot bath, an ionizing foot bath, and again, some good long walks, preferably on the beach or somewhere where you can ground. I love to go to the beach and just walk barefoot, but oftentimes if I don't have time to make it to the beach, I'll just walk around my block. But instead of keeping my shoes on, which is mitigating any grounding effects, I'll walk barefoot around my block on the concrete to help my body ground with all the positive energy from the earth's surface. So we can ground on grass, on concrete, on sand and water. It's another really simple tool that we could do. Even if you're eating outside, you can take your shoes off just while you're sitting in your chair and have your feet just barefoot on the ground. But grounding is amazing for stress, but it's also amazing for inflammation. And again, it's something that is easy and totally free and something that you can do anywhere. So it's such an amazing tool to utilize you know, the day of, but particularly the day after where our inflammation is probably higher than usual. So those are just a few really quick, hopefully succinct tips that I wanted to share with you guys. Things that I'll be doing today, tomorrow, Friday, and probably over the weekend, just so that it, you know, it's really to enable me to enjoy this time as much as possible. I think I said it earlier that sometimes we are so stressed and we don't care for ourselves well that by the time the event or the gathering comes around, we're completely depleted, we're stressed, we feel horrible physically and we don't enjoy it. And I've been there so many times. That is why I prioritize doing these things. Not because I need to be super, super strict and can never let go, but it really is to enable myself to have the best time possible, enable myself to be present and interacting with the people in the way that I want to, not to be all groggy and bloated and uncomfortable and in pain and not able to engage because I feel so horrible. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope this was a great quick little episode for you to listen to. If you use any of the tips or if any of them were particularly relevant for you, please let me know in social media or via email. I'd love to hear if any of them were helpful for you guys. So with that, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy crazy Black Friday weekend. Happy Small Business Saturday weekend. 
definitely tune in on my social media because I'm sharing all of the best deals from my favorite personal brands. And especially this weekend, I'll be sharing the Black Friday deals from some of my favorite local small business owners as well. I hope everyone has an amazing rest of their holiday week.